2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you are an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-Leadership-Meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Herbie's Cooking Corner for February 15th, 2022. My name is Herbie Allen, and on today's session, we are going to be making crispy chicken strip salad. And along the way, we're going to be talking about techniques such as uh, using the oven, cutting things, all that type of stuff. First of all, I want to thank ACB Media 5 and, uh, or ACB Media rather, and uh, Deb for uh, streaming the event on uh, that platform. Thank you, Deb, as always. And I also want to thank our host for today, Deanna. She is now going to let you all know how to uh, participate during the call today. And with that, take it away. Good morning. First of all, remain muted unless um, I give you permission to unmute. The only exceptions are, of course, um, anyone who is cooking along with Herbie who might have a question that's time sensitive. The rest of you will be given to ask your questions at de designated intervals. If you have just arrived on the platform, you'll be in a screen where you have to shift tab a couple of times or tab a couple of times to find the got it button and hit that. That will allow you to mute and unmute. In that section of the, um, the screen, you, these are toggles. So if you're on a PC computer, to Alt-Y um, Alt is to raise your hand or lower it. Um, Alt-A is to mute or unmute. On the Mac, to raise hand with um, Option-Y, to mute and unmute is with Command-Shift-A. From the app on an, um, a device, it's to, to raise hand is under the more button on the iPhone that's lower on the lower right hand corner. And the mute and unmute button is directly on the left hand um, corner of the screen, lower left hand. On a keypad, such as from a landline phone, to raise your hand is star six for the letter M to mute and un, or unmute the letter Y. I'm, I'm getting my tongue tangled up. To mute and unmute is star nine for the letter M. 
no, that's backwards. I'm sorry. Somehow my, my notes got scrambled. To raise and lower hand, it's is the um, six, and to, and to mute and unmute is star nine. Sorry no, about that. You were correct the first time. Uh, okay, I got it. Somehow it's tangled. Okay, so it um, is um, <laughs> star six to mute and unmute, star nine to raise your hand. So Yes, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Well, thank you, Deanna. <clears throat> One of the common questions I get for these calls is, where can I find the recipe? For today's endeavor, there is no official recipe that I am using. This is one that I developed myself. And so you'll just be uh, following along with me. You may want to take some notes. This call, though, is being podcasted, so you can always refer to it later on, and it will be replayed as part of ACB Media 5 when there is no live programming. So as I said, today we are making chicken strip salad, and there are a couple of ways you can do this. I am going to be using the crispy chicken strips that you can uh, get from places like the store in the frozen section or Schwann's had some really good ones. I know they used to anyway. And uh, if you want something with less carbs, you can always use grilled chicken, like the uh, fajita grilled chicken strips are really good, for instance, if you want something a little bit healthier. But we're going to use the crispy ones. And I am a fan of the Foster Farms brand myself as they taste a lot more like what you would get out of a restaurant. Whereas the Tyson brand, to me at least, they are a little bit more salty and they taste more like what you might expect out of a TV dinner. And I'm just picky about that type of thing. I don't like things that taste too artificial. So I'm going to put the chicken strips in the oven first. And... To do this, I have my oven preheated to, oh, about 375. And we're going to bake these for about 20 minutes. You can also put these in the air fryer. Um, they, will, they will take twice as long. Give them about 40 to 50 minutes, depending on how crisp you want them. And you can always deep fry them as well if you feel so inclined if you uh, have a deep fryer device. So I'm just going to put them in the oven, like I said, and the first thing we're going to do is spray the bottom of the baking pan that I have with some pan. And I'm just using a nine by nine pan for these, but you may want to use a 13 by nine, depending on how many you are cooking, but I can usually fit what I need into the 9x9 pan. So these chicken strips come in a Ziploc bag with the perforated top. So I just peeled that away with my hands. I didn't need any uh, special instruments like scissors or whatever to deal with these. And you can kind of feel where it meets the seam of the Ziploc. This makes it really easy and now I'm going to open the Ziploc bag 
And unfortunately, this can get a little bit tricky because they are still kind of like close together. So I'm using my finger to kind of pull it apart. And now we're going to just pour some chicken strips into the pan. And then we're going to make sure that they are evenly distributed. These are fun because they come in all sorts of different sizes and shapes. You're going to have some massive ones, some smaller ones that are um, still chicken strips, and then you're going to even have tinier pieces than that. I might have been better served with a 13 by 9, but that's okay. Um, there's still some extra crumbs in the bag. I don't need those, so now I'm going to toss it. I'm using the entire bag because I'm making enough salad for both myself and Chanel, but if you're just making a single salad, you might only need half the bag. And there you go. So now I'm going to open the oven, which I already have preheated, and I'm going to place the pan on the rack, and we're going to close it. Set timer for 22 minutes. We'll play it safe. So now that that is done, we're going to get our veggies ready. And by the way, for those of you that don't want chicken or want alternatives, you do not have to use uh, chicken. You can uh, use other stuff as well. And that brings us to a brand new section that we're going to uh, try out in this call. And that is Tori's tips. Tori, for those of you that have listened to past calls, is a wealth of information on many extra cooking tips and alternatives and things like that. And Tori, if you would like to unmute and just let everybody know what alternatives you recommend in place of the chicken. Hello. Um, so my recommendation um, is tofu if you like it which you want to use a firm tofu if they, you're going with the tofu though do make sure that after you cut your tofu block into chunks you season it um, with at least some salt and pepper because tofu doesn't have much in the way of flavor unless you give it some um, so that's my um best recommendation in the place of the chicken however if for some reason you don't want to use tofu either because you just don't like it or because there's a soy allergy to consider then shredded jackfruit is another option which you can buy that in cans it comes in great big chunks um, which you might want to cut a little smaller or you can just tear them as a bit smaller by hand which is how i do it and again, you'll want to season it with at least some salt and pepper to give it a bit of flavor if you're using that. Um, so those are my top two um, options for if you want alternatives to chicken. Thank you, Tori. Um, now, several things here. Uh, we're gonna talk about veggies. We're gonna talk about some other things you can put into the salad, including some homemade croutons. But right now is an excellent time for any questions so far. And if you do, please raise your hand and we will call on you. Chanel has her hand up. Chanel. 
Yeah, so two questions. What is jackfruit? I'm not really a big fan of fruit, but, and then also, you know, I've really been wanting, um, I've had Herbie get some tofu because I used to like tofu, but um, what, how, what is the best way to season tofu or what seasonings do you like to add, Tori? Because I'd like to start eating more tofu. Well, jackfruit for start, it's technically a fruit, but um, it's actually used quite a bit as an alternative. It's especially good for somebody um, who does not want to be eating pork to use as a substitute because it has a good meaty texture. Um, So, Is it sweet or is it? It can be sweet or savory depending on what you do with it. Oh, so when you buy it, it's not. You Anything. you buy it in a can, it just comes in a can in water, or you can get a great big one and then you've got to cut it up, but I just get a can. Um, and um, you can then season it and you can either use it for a sweet dish or for a savory dish. So um, it, it is a fruit, but it's not designed, it's not really used very much as a fruit, at least not in um the uk and i don't know about the us but not in the uk in the uk nine times out of ten you see it as a alternative to chicken or pork um in a savory dish um so that's the answer to that one and regarding the tofu um the best way to season it is to when you cut it into your chunks, strips, or shapes. Because one time I used a cookie cutter and made um, unicorn shaped tofu just because I could. Um, you want to like rub some salt and pepper and any other seasonings you want to use into it, and then cook it up like you would if it was a piece of uh, meat. Uh, or if you're using a silken tofu, then you just mix the seasoning into it and then cook it up um, like that. Again, you can use tofu for sweet or savory dishes, though for savory, I really recommend firm tofu to get the right texture. Uh, as, as for some of the seasonings I like to use, if I'm us- making scrambled tofu, usually salt, pepper, garlic and turmeric. If I'm doing something like this for a salad, then um, it varies. Um, a favorite of mine is to add some Chinese five spice and some salt and pepper to tofu. That gives you a sort of Chinese style um, tofu as an alternative to Chinese style chicken or um, a bit of lemon juice and ginger. Um, it's also a great option. All right. Thank you for that. And who do we have next? Diane. Diane Scalzi has her hand up. Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. I um, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't going to. Uh, come into this call this morning but um i i decided to um and i i like that you're talking about tofu um we i'm actually partial to fried tofu uh when i get my meals from the uh, thai places uh i always get um fried tofu instead of any other kind of meat and, um, you know, it just, it, it's really good because it has the same texture of meat. And of course it absorbs 
um, whatever whatever you've uh, mixed it in with. And I think it's uh, tofu is a soybean product. I think if I remember. Yes, that's correctly. correct. That's correct. Um, so anyway, that's I I think tofu would be um, great. You know, especially if you can give it the same texture as uh, as meat. So um, that's what I have, and um, I'll turn it back to you. And I will mute because I'm trying to multitask, which is never a good idea. I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, Diane, before you mute, I just want to uh, go ahead and embarrass you and let everybody know, uh, since you did mention earlier that today is your uh, birthday. So uh, we sincerely hope that you have a good day today. And hopefully you get uh, lots of birthday cake and uh, whatever else. So um, happy birthday, Diane. And I do apologize. I am not making you a virtual birthday cake today. So, oh, oh, that's okay. And thank you. And I have yet to challenge you in Dice World, so I'm going to do it soon. So, anyway, we'll All talk right. to you soon. My <laughs> recommendation: wait till the day after your birthday. It might be to your doom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do we have any other raised hands? Not at this time. All right. So. Fried tofu. I'm gonna have to uh, look into that because uh, you know, see how the professionals do it. So let's talk about vegetables right now. So the ones I'm going to use are lettuce, broccoli, cauliflower, and carrots. But you can use whichever ones you want. Briefly, I will talk about tomatoes. I am not a tomato fan, and neither is Chanel, so it's not something we use in our salads. But they can be cut. I would cut the tomato in half and then, you know, just kind of like you can slice it into little rings. You can chop it. If you're going to chop it, I would slice it into like smaller segments and then chop those. And of course, you can also use a food processor. But today we're actually going to be doing things by hand. I'm going to save the lettuce for last, just because sometimes I tend to shred the lettuce more than I actually uh, cut it. And let's start then with our broccoli. I am hearing some breathing, so everybody please make sure of your meat status. That would be very much appreciated. And the broccoli, of course, you can get, you know, pre-made broccoli if you want. You can get it pre-chopped and all that stuff. I find it tastes a little funny, a lot of the pre-made stuff, at least what you get from the regular grocery store. I've heard that Trader Joe's has some better pre-made stuff, but I have yet to shop there. So the broccoli I have is just the regular broccoli. It comes in... One of those plastic bags that you put fruits and vegetables in. And so it's kind of tied into a knot at the top. So I'm going to see about... Uh, it's too much work to undo the knot, so we'll go with plan B. I'm going to just tear a hole in the bag. And whatever broccoli I don't use up, which I'm not going to use all of this because it's a massive head today. I never know what I'll get from week to week. I am going to put in a Ziploc bag. Okay, I have seen broccoli in better condition, but that's okay. So I'm just tearing a 
chunk off. Of course, it comes on the stems. And I'm first of all going to wash it. It's a very important thing to do with your fruits and vegetables is to wash them first. Even if they say they are pre-washed, it's better to be safe than sorry. I'm going to cut the top parts off because that's what we're using. And I have done this enough to where I can just put it all on the board, take my serrated knife, and just do one chop. I am still hearing breathing, by the way, guys. Sorry. Um, okay, there we go. So there, now I've thrown the bottom part away, and I am left with just the broccoli tops. And... You can, if you don't feel comfortable cutting, you can have bigger chunks of broccoli in your salad just by tearing them. But I'm going to cut these and I'm just going to uh, slice some more of the bottom parts off because we want the top parts that have like the little, you know, the crown itself. So I'm using a cutting board with a knife and I'm going to just, like I said, the the way it comes out is in chunks. I'm going to do some more slicing here. And as I slice the bottom, the part that holds the stems together, now we get a lot of loose broccoli that is on the cutting board, throwing that away. And we're going to have much more edible pieces that we can then use our uh, forks with. Now, this uh, what happens when the broccoli does not come loose, so that's no problem. Now I can take my knife in the center of each piece of the crown and kind of chop crosswise and just keep slicing until they come become the smaller pieces that I want them to be. And I'm holding my fingers spaced out and I have the knife in between where my fingers are so I know where the knife is and I'm not going to cut myself because the fingers are spaced evenly apart. And uh, I've also had 20 years practice. The only time I ever really accidentally cut myself or came close to was when I was cutting something frozen and I could not feel my fingers, um, I almost made a bad judgment there, but um, thankfully that did not happen. So I'm cutting more bottoms off the broccoli and I am now going to just, I, I'm one of those that likes to really cut it into really fine pieces, but you can have it as big or as small as you want. And now I'm going to transfer the broccoli into a large bowl so that way I will have room on my cutting board for the cauliflower. And I can also see how much broccoli I've used. I think we can afford to have a little bit more. So I'm going to repeat the process of tearing some more off. Oh, you want to be difficult, do you? Okay, I guess I could take my knife to it, but that's okay. And like I said, I prefer, I recommend the sharp knife for this. It is okay to use. Um, once, you know, if you know how to cut, 
There are guide knives and stuff like that. You can also use food processors. Nothing wrong with that. I have used them a time or two myself. So again, cutting the bottom part off. And now just trying to loosen the crowns from the bottom part. And just rolling right along here. So are there any questions so far? This is another great opportunity. Phone number 207054 has a hand raised. Yes, hi, this is Carol. Thank you. A um, couple of questions I have. Um, I would I use uh, rotisserie chicken from the from that I get from the grocery store um, mm -hmm. for this kind of for for my salad, which is God knows what I put in it, um, and that works fine. And I break it up with I use my hands a lot because I know that gets a little tricky with the knife. My I my hands are my uh, as with you are my tool. Um, and also, I wondered about um, frozen broccoli or frozen um, cauliflower and using that because um, I use those vegetables a lot. So just those questions. Thanks. Okay. So um, I guess I the, the what was your question about the rotisserie chicken? It was a little bit – it sounded more like a just, comment. Just a little – Okay, just a just a, a suggestion to use something like that instead of what you're suggesting as a okay. you know if that's what someone had. Yeah, that's all. And also okay. ham. I happen to use um, um, sandwich a sliced ham and throw it on too. Yep, I'll, you can I'll do that. You could also salad. use um, turkey. You can definitely use the rotisserie chicken, either the whole chicken that you get from the store or the deli meat. Um, the whole chicken, yeah, that is something I would definitely shred by hand just because you have to contend with the mm -hmm. bone and all that type of stuff. Um, you can kind of pull it apart and then try to really take the meat off and then you can cut it that way, but it is a little bit trickier. Um, so I do a lot, I would do a lot more of that by hand. So that is definitely an excellent alternative. As for frozen broccoli, frozen cauliflower, I mean, there's no reason why you can't use them. You would want them to be thawed. I really like to use those personally more for if I'm going to steam veggies rather than for salads, but that is just my personal preference. But um, it does come pre-made, so you do have that as an advantage, at least with the frozen stuff. Chanel has her hand raised. All right, Chanel. All right, so if you ever wanted to put what for you would be those despicable mushrooms in a salad like that, how would you slice mushrooms or would you dice them or would you buy them already sliced or what? Great question. So mushrooms are an evil travesty. They should not exist. Oh, this is not a political call. Um, you can tell how I feel about mushrooms. I, I don't mind them if they're fried and in batter, but uh, I, first of all, you can get pre-sliced mushrooms, actually, um, depending, like, I've seen eight, so there's three ways I've primarily seen mushrooms sold. The whole ones, the sliced, and chopped. The whole ones and the sliced usually come in 8 or 16 ounces. They come in these containers with the plastic wrap on top. 
And so you have to take out them and you don't even need to cut them. They just break up easily right there in your hand. And so that's all you have to do with them. They're, they're very soft, very um, texture-ish wise. I have also, the brand I've seen from Walmart is Green Giant and they come in six ounce jars. So those I like because six ounces is usually all you actually need for one thing, whether it's a salad or a pizza. So what I like to do is I'll take the lid off the jar. I will drain the liquid out. You can use a strainer or just use your fingers to pour the liquid through. Again, make sure your hands are washed, obviously. And then they are already chopped, so you can just pour them onto whatever and you are good to go. And if you don't even need all the six ounces, what's nice is, again, it's a resealable jar, so just keep some of the liquid in and you can put the lid back on and put the jar in the fridge for the next time. Sorry. And... Yep. Sorry. And Deanna, just okay. And just so you know, you're a little far away there, Deanna. So, but okay. So I think it's a Diane. Yes. Okay. Diane. Um. Looks like she may have lowered her hand. Um, Patty Fletcher has her hand I, up. I, I, okay, I got oh, it. Okay. <laughs> okay, Diane, and then we'll go to you, Patty, next. So yeah. Okay. Um, I wondered if you could describe the uh, broccoli you were using again, because it was is it fresh? Yes. Sounds like it's fresh. Yes. And of course, we always use fresh broccoli around here too, and it always has those real thick stems on it. And yes. If you cut those stems off, don't throw them out. They taste wonderful raw. It's like eating celery. They do taste good, yes. Um, I don't really use them in the salad, but I do agree with you. They do taste good. Yeah, just eat them. <laughs> All right. Yep. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Let's let the sun shine in with Patty. Good morning, Herbie and Tori and community. I think that covers everybody. I um, think so, too. Deanna, first of all, you're doing a good job. Just uh, breathe and relax, and the Zoom gremlins will leave you alone. Um, anyway, Herbie, I noticed you were cutting vegetables, which, of course, we must do when doing a salad. And I just have a – and also using the oven – I just have a couple of product suggestions for you guys. Uh, recently acquired something called an Of Glove, which is a wonderful uh, mitt that goes almost to my elbow. And it, rather than a mitt with uh, like a mitten, it is actually a glove. And um, you can get those at most any. Um, outlet that sells um, blindness equipment, etc. And also I have a cutting glove, which is made so that you can either use your glove on your cutting hand 
or I put it on my left hand since I'm right-handed and I use it to manipulate vegetables, meat, what have you while cutting and it protects your fingers from being cut. It's a very thick glove, yet you can still feel through it. It's quite amazing. So um, those are two suggestions I have for you. And um, I love mushrooms, by the way. So you guys have a super awesome day. All right. Thank you, Patty of Glove and Cut and Glove. Patty, we're at 31 minutes past. All right. I didn't want to interrupt Patty. (laughs) Nope, you're good. And do we have any other raised hands? No. All right, guys. So just hold off on the raised hands. We're going to finish this up. We're going to get to Tori's tips at 45 past. And that'll leave us some time to take any final questions, comments. I, you may have heard my timer going off. I'm going to get the chicken strips out of the oven and let them cool. We'll be talking about cutting them in just a minute. Let's get to the cauliflower. This is a really fun thing. Well, I guess I need to put my broccoli up. But um, cauliflower is really kind of a fun thing in a way. It's one of my least favorite vegetables to work with because it can be so stiff when you first get it. And the tearing methods that I use for the broccoli, which work so well, can be a nightmare for the cauliflower. But it does... It is doable. So in this case, we've got a cauliflower that I've actually already taken stuff off of. So that's going to make that easy. Um, With the cauliflower, you do have a lot of extra stems and side stuff that you have to contend with. So I'm just tearing off some chunks here. Okay, and now again, I'm going to wash what I've just taken off and we're going to place this on our cutting board and we're going to kind of do the same thing as we did with the broccoli take chop the bottom off and throw that and now I can set my cauliflower flat and chop these segments are so big that it's I've got plenty of chopping room to work with And again, you can make these as big or as small as you want, depending on your personal preference. I like to make these into really small bite-sized pieces that the fork will have an easier time contending with. And uh, for, you know, salad purposes, if you're just eating it, then you could definitely have it in a lot bigger chunks. And that is how that works okay i'm going to i'm flinging stuff here that's not good okay just chopping the bottoms off and we're going to place the cauliflower again into the bowl and next we're going to talk about carrots so there are two different types of carrots you can get. There are the raw carrots or the baby carrots. And we're going to do the baby carrots just because they are a lot less work. 
and I'm using my fingers to kind of break up the cauliflower even more. And because all we have to do is just take out some carrots and chop into small pieces. So the carrots, um, they come in big bags, small bags, organic, non-organic. And I'm just going to take, oh, I think six of these should be good enough. Um, really, I don't think they need washing, but never be too safe. And I'm going to place them on the cutting board. And now I'm just taking a carrot, setting it um, in front of me, and I'm chopping it. I am going in like vertical, so they're going to be like small round pieces. You could also make them flat if you wanted. So we're going to, that's how you can do that. Now we're also going to make for this salad today some homemade croutons. And this is actually going to be fun. I recently got some French garlic bread and I'm going to toast that in the oven. And we're going to uh, chop that up too to make into um, little croutons. Of course, you can buy the pre-bagged stuff if you want. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, you can also make homemade croutons just with regular bread. Um, you know, place it in the toaster or uh, the oven, depending on what you want. And if, you, if you're going to season them, though, like sometimes I'll use regular toast and I'll put garlic on them. So for that, I would do um, a little bit of butter, some garlic powder, and then let it bake for about 7 to 10 minutes. And um, it's also a way to make garlic bread, but you can, again, make those into croutons if you want. So that's another um, cool thing you can do. All right, these carrots are now chopped up and i'm going to get out the stuff now for the lettuce and the bread i'm setting my pan away from the stove i'm washing up here and we're going to first of all get out just a small plate this works fine. Um, I don't use plates much for long-term cooking, but for something like heating up some bread, this works well. Okay. Bread, where are you? There you are. Okay. And I'm just going to take this out. So with the French bread, what I like to do is kind of open it up because it comes in one massive loaf and so that way the sides can kind of um toast as it were so i'm just kind of using my hands to tear it to in half and now i'm going to place that in the oven set timer for eight minutes so the other things we've not talked about yet is additional things you can put on the uh, salad. Um, one thing you can definitely put on your salad is hard-boiled egg. That is relatively easy to do. You boil your water, you place the eggs in that you want, and just kind of wait for them to rattle. 
and you can kind of peel them back and you're good to go. As I'm getting out the lettuce here. So that's how you would do a hard boiled egg for a salad. And okay, so I'm getting out the lettuce here. Lettuce, of course, comes in leaves. You can get it in all sorts of ways. I recommend you stay away from things like the iceberg lettuce as that has no nutritional value. Instead, use green leaf lettuce or um, something like that that actually does have some um, nutritional value, but to stay away from the iceberg. You could also use fruit in your salad as well, by the way. Um, I'll tell you truthfully, I've really heard a lot of recommendations against mixing up fruits and vegetables like that, as it can cause some indigestion. So um, that is uh, your uh, choice, but uh, I actually have heard some recommendations against doing that. Okay, so we're just chopping the lettuce. It's relatively easy to chop. And we're also going to put it in the bowl. Another thing that people like in their salads, I will tell you truthfully that I think this is, uh, it's not one of my favorites. It's a cheese on the salad and you can use any kind of grated cheese. I have the stuff that's pre-made and we're going to do that. And then finally the salad dressing. Can't forget that. And Chanel and I, we use ranch, but you can use any kind, of course, that you want. But uh, I do think ranch works really well. And then another thing I like to do with my chick my chicken strips anyway, and this can really give the salad some kick, is I will also add in a little bit of buffalo sauce. Um, you can just use something like Frank's Red Hot. And... Um, that gives you know the chicken a little bit of a uh, kick if you like spicy things so that's another way you can jazz up your salad you can also use the bacon bits if you so desire and those usually come in like those um bottles and so you just pour as much on as you want or you can make homemade bacon you know, like cook your own bacon, regular turkey, whatever, and crumble it up. Um, there's also fake bacon bits if you want the taste of meat, but you don't want the actual meat called the, I think it's like bacos or something like that. But uh, Tori will tell you how she feels about things pretending to be meat that are not. So there you go. Okay. Now I put the lettuce in the bowl, and the reason why I put everything in the bowl, like I said, I want room on the cutting board, and this makes it easy to um, use the bowl to serve the salad, but now we've got to get to our actual chicken strips. So I am going to, you could use the same knife. I'm going to wash this other knife off, but um, we're going to, uh, you know, because um, we don't want the chicken to get soggy or anything like that. Maybe it doesn't matter since it's going to have contact 
with the vegetables anyway, but we're going to use a nice dry knife. Again, to cut the chicken strips. So um, the pan has had time to cool off where now I can just take out some chicken strips and place them on the cutting board. So you can do this all at once and serve that way. Or what I like to do is I'll cut the chicken strips for each salad and serve that way. So I'm taking out a chicken strip and we're just, it's on the cutting board. I'm still using the same cutting board. And now we're going to cut. You can cut these again into like smaller strip like pieces. I'm getting cutting them even smaller than that, but um, if you've eaten salads like this at a restaurant, you've kind of seen how they do it. And so I'll cut a piece off of the chicken strip and then I'll cut it lengthwise again or widthwise so it becomes into like little squares. And that's how I do it. Um, before we get to Tori's tips, first of all, what is our time? We're almost there. Um, let's see. Okay, well, we're close enough that we will go ahead and it's, get to Tori's. Uh, a minute. Yeah, it's a minute too. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I think Tori will be ready no matter what. So, all right. We're, let's now bring up again the Tori all the way from the UK. And uh, she has reached out across the pond and has some tips for me and everybody else. So take it away, terrific Tori. Hello again. Well, uh, first of all, um, I've told you about the tofu and jackfruit that I recommend that, uh, instead of the chicken. There are chicken substitutes, but you won't hear me recommending those because I am not a fan of the fake meats. But if that's the way you want to go, then who am I to judge? Um, so those are your options for the chicken replacement. Or you could also fry up mushrooms and just have those instead of chicken. That's another option. As regards the salad, uh, I do not recommend using frozen vegetables for a salad because when vegetables defrost, um, uh, they start to go a little soggy, so you will lose that crispness that you would otherwise get with a salad. So I personally do not recommend that. But if you don't mind not having your crispness and are happy to have a bit of sogginess to your vegetables, then again, who am I to judge? Um, I would, with mine, also say that I do add fruit to my salad sometimes. I'm a big fan of throwing some raisins in there, sultanas. I've also thrown some apple in my um, salad. Um, I've thrown some nuts in there sometimes too. Pine nuts go great with salad, especially. Um, I am, unlike Herbie, a big fan of things like tomatoes. So I would add those. Sweet corn, um, just the kernels taken off of the um, corn cobs. That's a great addition as well. Um, onion, also another nice addition. And again, if you want something on the side, don't want to add egg, um, but would like a little more with your salad, you could do a potato salad or something like that. Just boil some potatoes and mix them together with some mayo or some kind of substitute. 
Uh, as for dressings, you could go with ranch dressing, like Kirby mentioned, or mayo, which you can get vegan or non-vegan versions, depending on your preferences. Then there's things like um, just adding some herbs to some oil or vinegar to make your own flavored dressing. One um, I quite enjoy is apple cider vinegar with a little bit of maple syrup in that. That's a very nice, slightly sweet dressing if you've got a bit of a sweet tooth like I have. So those are some options for you. Just play around with your favorite vegetable combinations. Maybe throw in some fruit if you want to and enjoy. All right. Thank you, Tori. And you can find Tori's tips every time there is a cooking call. And also, we're going to be arranging a very special cooking corner. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to have it next week where we're going to hear from Tori's brother. And at the time I did, not, did the interview, I did not know we'd be having Tori's tips. So I wonder if uh, we're going to have any squabbles afterwards. This could get interesting, guys. Um, but <laughs> so there won't be any to- on air anyway. That won't be on air. Okay, it's off air. So um, that's the that's what the people really want to see, though. Is I think. Anyway, but we're going to actually do a cooking corner. That'll be an interview show that I did with Tori's brother. So um, that is uh, hopefully we're going to see if we can have that arranged for next week. So all right, as you heard the timer go off for the croutons. So I took a piece of the bread. I could have maybe cooked it a little bit longer, but I'm just going to again cut crosswise. I'm going to make these into crouton shape. And there you go. You can, um, very easy to cut the bread. So we're going to, what we're going to do is if you have questions, you can raise your hand and I'll get to you in just a minute. We're actually going to serve the salad first, and Chanel is going to let us know how things taste. And uh, but we do excite. But I have a couple more things I want to talk about first. So you can serve the salad on a plate or in a small bowl, depending on your preference. I'm going to be using a plate, so I'm putting the chicken and croutons on the plate. This is a massive salad. But you can, so you can make this as big or as small as you want. And so I'm just kind of piling the chicken here up into a plate. And I'm going to take my bowl, which I set to the right of the plate. And we're going to take a lot of the salad mixture and just kind of mix it in. I can still see uh, big chunks of broccoli here that I missed with my knife. And you can kind of gauge um by feel the mixtures sometimes it can be a little tricky to know uh, make sure things are evenly distributed with the vegetables but there we go okay so now that uh, this salad is done i'm just kind of mixing stuff up here for uh, in Chanel's case, and Chanel, you can start coming out here, by the way. We're going to get the cheese and the salad dressing. So I'm going to get the cheese out of the fridge. 
And the salad dressing over the fridge. Salad dressing is going to be by far the messiest part of this whole endeavor. The cheese, again, it comes in a Ziploc bag with the perforated edges if you get the grated stuff. I'm peeling that off, tossing it in the garbage, and they really filled this bag. So let's see if I can actually get it open, because I'm trying to shake the bag to get some of the excess away from the top, but the way what they did with this bag is there's literally cheese where the Ziploc is. Okay, so this makes the stuff really not fun to work with. Let's see if we still have any... Oh, I see we do have another perforated thing we can take off. There we go. It was really hard to feel just with the way this bag was. And I'm just going to pour, um, again, how much you use as your personal preference. We're just using a tiny bit. And we're going to um, just take a little bit out of the bag. Now we're going to seal this and put it back on. And Chanel was telling me this morning she wants extra buffalo sauce. No. And a little bit of barbecue sauce. And, oh, I must have been dreaming then. Okay. I now, was trying to clear. I Okay, you can just move it to my side. Um, so I'm just, again, checking the mixture here, making sure everything's... And I'm going to pour on the ranch just a little bit. And then you can use your hands or fork. I find fingers work best. Just kind of mix in the ranch a little bit, then pour some more on because you want it kind of evenly distributed or whatever salad dressing you're using. And I'm just trying to mix as best I can to make sure it's all over the salad. And by the way, guys, um, for those of you going to the coffee clutch next hour, there will be some uh, salad on the salad bar table there in the back. And whatever does not get eaten it will be stored in the refrigerator and you can have some at Debbie's diner this Friday I'm sure she would not mind um, we've got a special way um, here at ACB of storing food like salads and stuff that you normally can't store that they'll stay, stay well preserved and fresh like they were just made um this is only an acb thing though guys you cannot get this anywhere else so i just want to emphasize that um all right so i'm now bringing the food over to chanel thank you um so guys, if you have questions, raise your hands. We're going to get to you in just a second. But first of all, Chanel's going to oh, give us her a huge salad. It this is. is bigger than you've given me before. Okay. Yikes. Um, okay. It's pretty good. No. Um, we have five more minutes, Herbie. Five more minutes. All right. Yeah, it'll take me like an hour to eat this because it's so big, but... All right. Do we have any raised hands? 
Courtney has her hand raised. Yes, ma'am. Um, just a few little quick tips that I do. Um, sometimes I use the popcorn chicken. Oh, there you and, go. Yeah, that, that's quick and easy. That way you're not having to cut it up if you don't want to do that. Um, I had not thought about the buffalo sauce. I have done it before, but didn't think about that. Um, for the tomatoes, um, sometimes I will get what they call the grape tomatoes. They come in a little square plastic container. And I can just rinse those, you know, wash those really well, and then toss them in my salad and no cutting necessary. Um, if you use the grape tomato or the cherry tomatoes, you might want to cut those in half or quarters, depending on the size. Um, and carrots, they come in another way, Herbie. <clears throat> they come shredded. So it's a, yes, it's that is a one pound bag, and you can, you know, just sprinkle those over your salad as well. And I think that's all that I have. So just my little suggestions on how I do a salad. All right. Thank you, Courtney. And uh, yes, I had forgotten about the shredded carrots. All right. Who do we have next? Diane Scalzi has her hand raised. Okay. Um, I, I wonder, um, Herbie, if you have ever put nuts in your salad, like um, walnuts, for example. Um, that seems to be a thing here in uh, Michigan. You know, there's a, a salad that they make, and and actually some of it has like cherries in it. Um, but a lot of them, a, a, a lot of times, they'll put done nuts in it, and it, it really gives it a nice flavor. Yep, and Tori mentioned that as well. So uh, you definitely could put nuts in the salad as either an extra protein or as the main protein that uh, might drive you uh, nuts if uh, you wanted to do that all the time. But uh, there you go. Um, yes, uh, you definitely Thank can you. use nuts. You're welcome. All right. Anybody else? Um, no. That's it. All right, guys. Well, I hope this call has been uh, informative for everybody, and uh, hopefully you've uh, been able to learn something from it today. It will be podcasted, and we'll get that up as soon as we possibly can. Thank you, Deanna, for an excellent hosting job. Thank you, Deb, for streaming, as always. And uh, thank you, ACB, for allowing me and everybody to have these amazing opportunities to host our calls.